Innalhamdalillah Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruh Wa na'udhu billahi min syururi anfusina wa sayyati a'malina Man yahdihillahu falamudillalah Wa man yudlil falahadiyalah Wa ashadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh Sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in Wa sallama tasliman kathira Amma ba'd ayyuhal mu'minuna ibadallah Usikum wa nafsi bitakwa Allah ta'ala Wa muraqabatahu fi sirri wal alaniyah Fa inna takwa Allah jalla wa ala Hiya khayru zadin Yuballighu ila ridwanillahi ta'ala Ayyuhal mu'minuna ibadallah We advise ourselves First and foremost With the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And to be aware that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Is overseeing us In secret and in public For indeed the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Is the best of provisions That leads us to the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ثُمَّ أَعْلَمُوا رَحِمَكُمُ اللَّهِ Then know may Allah have mercy upon you That the best of kalimat The best of statements And the most powerful of all statements Is the statement of Tawheed La ilaha illallah فَهِيَ الْكَلِمَةِ أَلَّتِي لِأَجْلِهَا قَامَتِ الْأَرْضُ وَالسَّمَاوَاتِ وَخُلِقَتْ جَمِيعُ الْمَخْلُوقَاتِ For it is this statement and due to this statement that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala established the heavens and the earth and this is why he created all of creation وَبِهَا أُرْسِلَةِ الرُّسُلِ and because of this statement he sent the messengers and he sent down the books وَشُرِعَةِ الشَّرَائِعِ and due to the statement or the statement he established the sharia due to the statement nusibatil mawazin the scales have been set up and the souq of jannah the marketplace for jannah and nar has been set up it's due to the statement that creation has been divided into believers and into disbelievers into the righteous and into the wicked and it will be this statement that will be questioned the slave will be questioned about on the day of Qiyamah it is the handhold of faith the trusted handhold of faith that never breaks and it is the statement of taqwa وَمِحْتَاحُ دَارُ السَّعَادَةِ It's the key to the place of happiness, eternal happiness. Allah Azza wa Jal, He said, شَهِدَ اللَّهُ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا هُوَ وَالْمَلَائِكَةُ وَأُلُوا الْعِلْمِ قَائِمًا بِالْقِسْطِ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا هُوَ الْعَزِيزُ الْحَكِيمُ That Allah, He bears witness. He Himself, He bears witness that there is none worthy of worship except Him. There is no ilah worthy of worship except him. And the malaika, they bear witness. And the people of knowledge, they bear witness to this fact that there is no ilah except him. That there is none worthy of worship except him. Qa'iman bil And he is maintaining justice within his creation. 
And then Allah says again, La ilaha illa huwa al-azizul hakim. There is no ilah worthy of worship except him. He is al-azizul hakim. The almighty and the most wise. Ibadallah. This is a statement that every single Muslim utters. Every single Muslim, he utters this statement. But we should know that it's not sufficient. And the statement is not accepted with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bi talafuz by only uttering the statement or verbally uttering the statement La ilaha illallah that this is not sufficient in front of Allah azza wa jal just like making salah is not sufficient without fulfilling the shuroot of salah without fulfilling the wajibat of salah without fulfilling the arkan of salah Salah would be worthless. And just like the ulama have mentioned the shuroot of salah are such and such. And the shuroot of this act of worship, they are such and such. Likewise, the scholars have mentioned that the shuroot of la ilaha illallah are such and such. Su'ila Wahb ibn Munabbih rahimahullah a man by the name of Wahab ibn Munabbih was from the best of the Tabi'een. He studied at the hands of the Sahaba. It was said to him, Alaysa la ilaha illallah miftahul jannah? Is la ilaha illallah not the key to jannah? He said, indeed. Walakin ma min miftahin illa walahu asnan. There is no key that exists except that it has teeth. فَإِنْ جِئْتَ بِمَفَاتِيحٍ أو بِمِفْتَاحٍ لَهُ أَسْنَانٌ فُتِحَ لَكَ وَإِلَّمْ لَمْ يُفْتَحٍ So if you came to Jannah with a key that has teeth, the correct teeth, it will be opened for you. But if you did not come with that precise, certain key, that door will not be opened. And here he is alluding to the fact that this is the shuroot of la ilaha illallah. We have to come with the correct understanding of la ilaha illallah for paradise to be opened for us. Al-Hasan al-Basri rahimahullah. It was said to him, Alaysa man qala la ilaha illallah dakhala al-jannah? Is it not such that the one who says la ilaha illallah he will enter paradise? He said, bala, indeed. Man adda haqqaha wa fardaha dakhala al-jannah. The one who fulfills its rights and its obligations, he will enter Jannah. So we learn an important lesson. And that is, merely uttering La ilaha illallah is not sufficient. Rather, there are conditions of La ilaha illallah. And the first condition that the ulama have mentioned is al-ilm. Is to have knowledge. To have knowledge of what La ilaha illallah means. What does it stand for? What does it imply? What does it negate? What does it affirm? As opposed to being ignorant of these meanings of La ilaha illallah. Allah Azza wa Jalla said, فَعْلَمْ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ so know, O Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, 
that la ilaha illallah. You should have knowledge, O oh Muhammad, about la ilaha illallah. In a hadith, in a sahih, from Uthman radiallahu anhu, that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, whoever dies, wa huwa ya'lam, and he knows, he dies knowing that there is no God except Allah, he will enter paradise. So usually we, we always hear the famous hadith, man qala, man kana akhiru kalamuhu la ilaha illallah dakhala al-jannah. Whosoever has his final words as la ilaha illallah, he will enter paradise. No doubt this is sahih, we accept this. But that comes along with all of the other conditions of la ilaha illallah. So it's not sufficient only to say la ilaha illallah. The first condition is we need to know what la ilaha illallah means. And if we analyze the statement, la ilaha and illallah, there's two parts to the statement. The first part is the affirm or the negation of there is none worthy of worship. La ilaha, there is absolutely nothing worthy of worship except for Allah. Illallah is the second part of the statement. So this statement, it emphasizes the fact that whatever is worshipped besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is min abtal al-baqil, is the biggest of all falsehood and the biggest of misguidance. In fact, Allah Azza wa Jal, He says in Surah Al-Ahqaf, وَمَنْ أَضَلُّ مِمَّنْ يَدْعُو مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ مَنْ لَا يَسْتَجِيبُ لَهُ إِلَى يَوْمِ الْقِيَامَةِ وَهُمْ عَنْ دُعَائِهِمْ غَافِلُونَ And Allah says, who is more astray? Who can be more misguided than the one who invokes other than Allah? Than the one who supplicates to other than Allah? Than the one who calls unto other than Allah? Instead of making dua and saying, Ya Allah, O oh Allah, Allahumma, Rabbana, Rabbi, in various ways we can supplicate to Allah. He says, O oh Abdul Qadir Jilani. He says, O oh Rasulullah. He turns to a jinn. He turns to an angel. He turns to another person from creation. He invokes other than Allah. Allah Azza wa Jal says, Who can be more astray than such a person? Who invokes other than Allah? Man la lahu ila He invokes something that will never respond to him until the day of Qiyamah. And these things that they invoke, they are heedless or ignorant of their calls. They are not even aware of what they are saying. وَإِذَا حُشِّرَ النَّاسُ كَانُوا لَهُمْ أَعْدَاءً وَكَانُوا بِعِبَادَتِهِمْ كَافِرِينَ And on the day when they will be resurrected, those deities that they took besides Allah will be enemies unto them. And they will disregard their worship. They will reject their worship. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. But this is part of the kalima of La ilaha illallah. That we worship none but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In another ayah Allah says, That is because Allah, He is al-haq. He is the truth. And whatever they call upon from besides Him, that is batil. 
That is falsehood. وَأَنَّ اللَّهَ هُوَ الْعَلِيُّ الْكَبِيرِ And that Allah, He is Al-Ali, He is the Most High. And He is Al-Kabir, the Most Great. So this is part of our kalima. That it is wajib upon us to have knowledge of this matter. And that is what this kalima means. What this kalima stands for. La ma'budu bihaqqin illa Allah. There is none worthy of worship except Allah. And this is from the basics of the deen. This is the first thing we utter when, we, when people become Muslim. The first thing we say to them is what? Say, Ashhadu Allah ilaha illallah. This is the number one pillar of Islam. Islam was built upon five. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Shahadatu Allah ilaha illallah. Wa anna Muhammadan Rasulullah. The first pillar, the main pillar of Islam, without which this deen would not exist, is the pillar of this shahada, this kalima, that there is none worthy of worship except Allah, and that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is his messenger. It is easy to overlook this topic. For it's a topic that we assume every person knows and every Muslim understands. And there's no need to discuss this issue. There are other issues to discuss in the Ummah, major issues, major problems the Ummah is going through. But wallahi, thumma wallahi, it's an issue we need to discuss. It's an issue we need to remind ourselves with. For we have callers upon the globe, local and international, who don't seem to understand this concept. Who don't seem to understand the importance of La ilaha illallah. Or the correct understanding of La ilaha illallah. So you have people saying that you can call upon anything. You can worship the dead. You can sacrifice for the dead as long as if that's not your niyyah. As long as your niyyah is not to worship them, it's okay. So all of these acts of worship are no longer acts of worship because that's okay. But what does Allah Azza wa Jal say? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He said, And that's sufficient for us. One evidence, there are many, hundreds of evidences throughout the Quran. But who is there that's more astray than those who call upon other than Allah? Allah didn't say those who worship other than Him. He said those who call upon, those who invoke other than Him. This is the first condition of the Shahada. I'm supposed to go through eight conditions. But the time is almost up. Wallahu musta'an. One of the other conditions that I'm going to touch on is the condition of Al-Kufru bi tahud That the Shahada implies that we disbelieve in every other false god. That we disbelieve in every other thing that is worshipped besides Allah. A tahud is something that is worshipped besides Allah. So the first part of the shahada, it means La ilaha. There is nothing that's worthy of my worship 
I disbelieve in every single thing. I do not believe in anything. I do not worship anything or any person. And this includes the angels. This includes the messengers. This includes anything that was created from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Illallah. And this is why Allah Azza wa Jal, He says, فَمَنْ يَكْفُرْ بِالطَّاغُوتِ وَيُؤْمِنْ بِاللَّهِ فَقَدْ إِسْتَمْسَكَ بِالْعُرْوَةِ الْوُثْقَةِ لَمْ فِصَامَ لَهَا Take note how Allah structured this ayah. Allah said, Whomsoever number one, firstly, he disbelieves in the ta'ahud. The first thing about his faith is, he rejects everything else that is worshipped besides Allah. وَيُؤْمِنْ بِاللَّهِ and then he worships Allah alone. He has taken hold of that trustworthy grasp of Iman, that grasp of faith, which will never break. It's unbreakable. The bond of Iman, the power of the kalima is unbreakable when he truly understands this kalima. When he truly understands the reality of this kalima. So this is the mu'min, the one who disbelieves in the ta'ahud. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in the hadith, Man qala la ilaha illa Allah, wa kafara bima yu'badu min dunillah. Whomsoever says la ilaha illa Allah, and he, disre- he rejects and disbelieves in everything that is worshipped instead of Allah, then his property and his blood will be sacred. حَرُمَ مَالُهُ وَدَمُهُ وَحِسَابُهُ عَلَى اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ And his reckoning will be with Allah. This is the mu'min. The one who says, worshipping other than Allah is shirk. That's the mu'min. Calling upon the dead is not permissible, it's not makruh, it's not haram. Only the mu'min says, it's kufr. This is what Allah Azza wa Jal says. Yakfur bi ta'ahud. He rejects the kufar, the, the ta'ahud. The hadith says, he says, La ilaha illallah wa kafara bima yu'badu min dunillah. Wa kafara bima yu'badu min dunillah. And he rejects that which is worshipped besides Allah. So let us understand this. Ikhwafillah. That without this, we are not mu'mineen. Without this, whether that person gives zakah, he goes for hajj every year. Whether he's a graduate of whatever university, with how many doctorates to his name. If you don't understand this, you are not a mu'min. This is what la ilaha illallah means. Without this understanding, there is no iman. أقول هذا القول وأستغفر الله العظيم لي ولكم ولوالدي ولوالديكم ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله عظيم الإحسان واسع الفضل والجود والامتنان 
وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين وسلم تسليما كثيرا أما بعد From this conditions of Iman we look at one ayah before we end we Allah Azza wa Jal he said in Surah Al-Zukhruf وَلَا يَمْلِكُ الَّذِينَ يَدْعُونَ مِن دُونِهِ الشَّفَاعَةِ إِلَّا مَنْ شَهِدَ بِالْحَقِّ وَهُمْ يَعْلَمُونَ And Allah mentions that those again whom they call upon they invoke, they supplicate to they do not possess any shafa'ah any intercession they cannot help you, they cannot intercede on your behalf they do not possess any intercession إِلَّا مَنْ شَهِدَ بِالْحَقِّ وَهُمْ يَعْلَمُونَ Except those who bear testimony, shahidah, they bear witness to the truth. They are the ones who will benefit from intercession which will come from Allah Azza wa Jal. وَهُمْ يَعْلَمُونَ And they have knowledge. They know what they believe in. They know what this kalima stands for. They know what the iman is all about. So what this ayah means is that it's only those who bear witness to la ilaha illallah and they know what they are saying, what they believe in, with their hearts. It comes from the heart, your belief, and it's then uttered upon the tongues. For shahada is mentioned in this word, shahida bil haq. He bears witness to the truth. And nobody can bear witness to anything unless he has knowledge of that thing that he is bearing witness to. And here we bear witness to La ilaha illallah because we know what it means. We know what it stands for. We know its implications. So it cannot come from jahal. It cannot come from ignorance. Once we have this, which is the main, the, the first condition, the rest of the conditions will come. Bi'ithnillahi ta'ala. As-sidq will come. Which is the sincerity. That we have iman with sincerity. We believe in this kalima with sidq. And that will lead to amal as well. That will lead to action. Acting upon according to this kalima. No matter what tests come our way, we turn to Allah Azza wa Jal alone. What difficulty we go through, we worship Allah alone. That sincerity will be tested. And through that comes the amal. Through that comes our action. And this is how we are saved. From number one, the Nasara. The Nasara were known to be ignorant people who acted without knowledge. We have knowledge of what our belief is. We have knowledge of what our iman is. So through that condition of, of knowledge, we are not like the Nasara. Then we have our amal. Our action, we worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because of this belief. We become different to the Jews who had some knowledge but they never acted upon their knowledge. And through the sidq, our sincerity, our truthfulness, we become saved from the munafiqeen. Saved from the munafiqeen who portrayed the iman in the open. They said la ilaha illallah. They, they, they acted as Muslims but within they were not Muslimin. So these are just three other conditions we touched on, alhamdulillah, 
one condition which is the main condition which is knowledge of what this kalima stands for and that will lead to the rest bi'idhnillahi ta'ala hadha wa sallu wa sallimu ra'akumullah ala bashirin nadhir muhammad ibn abdillah laqad amarakumullahu bithalika fi kitabih faqala azza bin qa'irin alima inna allaha wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima allahumma salli ala muhammad wa ala ali muhammad kama sallayta ala ibrahima wa ala ali ibrahimina kahamidu majid allahumma barik ala muhammad wa ala ali muhammad كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وارض اللهم عن الخلفاء الراشدين أبي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي وعن بقية الصحابة وتابعين وتابع التابعين وعنا معهم بمنك وكرمك وإحسانك يا أكرم الأكرمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين وأذل الشرك والمشركين ودمر أعداءك أعداء الدين يا مولانا يا رب العالمين اللهم انصر المسلمين والمستضعفين في كل مكان اللهم وكن لهم ناصرا ومعينا ومؤيدا وحفيظا اللهم وعليك بأعداء الدين فإنهم لا يعجزونك اللهم جعلنا من أهل لا إله إلا الله اللهم جعلنا من أهل لا إله إلا الله اللهم جعلنا من أهل لا إله إلا الله اللهم أحيينا عليها وتوفينا عليها اللهم وفقنا للقيام بها حق القيام وادخلنا او الله بها الجنه دار السلام ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنه وفي الاخره حسنه وقنا عذاب النار وادخلنا الجنه مع الابرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى اله واصحابه اجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزه عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين قيم الصلاه